What's going on, everybody? I am C Money, and this, this is the Victorious Sports Podcast. And on this episode, a jam-packed episode, might I add, on the Victorious Sports Podcast, I will be joined by, yes, none other than the irresistible Forrest Nebby, and we will be talking about what's been going down in wrestling news throughout the week. We're also going to be talking about what's hot right now in sports breaking down Steph Curry's MVP case perhaps we got some NFL trade news with the uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens Um, so a lot to talk about on this episode so go ahead and let me before I even jump in my bad okay my bad let's let's backtrack this coming week I do believe we have the NFL draft so more to come more to come grab your snacks everybody sit in your comfy place or if you're on the ride home turn it all the way up because we're fitting to jump all the way in the deep murky waters uh uh uh, uh, uh sorry i'm late see money i, I I had to finish my. I finished my. uh, Dinner. Hey, first off, first off, good to hear your voice, Nebby. Glad that you uh, jumped on to the episode. And as they say, always better late than never. So no worries. And your boy was just finishing his dinner up as well. So I mean. We're uh, full tummies and ready to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. Um, first off, uh, Nebby, before we talk about anything, um, I just want to bring up right now, um, I want to go ahead and uh, on behalf of the Victorious Sports Podcast, send our condolences out to uh, Terrence Clark's family and friends. Uh, our hearts are with you. Um uh, Boston's own um, Terrence Clark, if anyone that's listening doesn't know, um, is a young gentleman who uh, went uh, on to go play for Kentucky uh, this past year. He got injured early, so he didn't get much playing time. I think he only played maybe one game against Georgia Tech. Uh, But um, he uh, unfortunately lost his life in a car accident um, a a couple days ago. Uh, yesterday actually and uh, it's just sad to see uh, someone's life uh, get taken before it even got started and uh, our hearts go out to Terrence Clark and his family Boston's own Terrence Clark mind you Um, and uh, what's really cool is uh, at the uh, uh, at Fenway Park in Boston the Red Sox honor Terrence um, by putting up this big billboard of Terrence with a picture of him wearing a Red Sox jersey uh, in memory of him, of course. <clears throat> so shout out to the Boston Red Sox for that. Uh, normally I wouldn't cheer them on as a Yankees fan, but um, I think that's respectable to do something for uh, a young man that was going to represent their city very well. And and for And for the record... I'm an Oriole fan, so I don't cheer the Red Sox on either. But but it was cool th- th- that they did that, and it's always terrible when something like this happens. So my heart goes out to his family, and. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Well, what uh, we can say is, well, again, we uh, our hearts go out to them and uh, good luck to his friends and family uh, because they're going to need all the uh, positivity that they can take. But, Nebby, speaking of positivity, before we let this episode get in any further, would you mind blessing us with the New Day intro, sir? It would be my honor and pleasure. <laughs> Oh, Victoria Sports Podcast.
Don't you dare be sour. Clap for your host, C-Money, and his guest. Uh, the irresistible force. Nebby and feel the power. That's right. It's a new podcast. Yes. Yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your boy, C-Money. And what you just heard was the seductive soundings of the irresistible force, Nebby. That's right, Nebby. Thank you again so much for providing us with the New Day intro. Uh, uh, no problem. It was my honor and pleasure. Um, a, f- a few, uh, let's jump into some NBA action, Nebby. A, a few things I wanted to uh, bring up. First off, um, there is breaking news uh, coming out of the NBA currently in Texas, and it is not from the Mavericks, and it is not from the San Antonio Spurs, but it is from the um, Houston Rockets, apparently, and uh, their general manager has just decided, um, of course, after the season is finished, um, to go ahead and uh, step down as the Rockets' CEO. Uh, so Tad Brown announces that he will step down from his position at the end of the season. Um, and we don't know who's going to take over as CEO uh, for the Houston Rockets. Um, but I'm sure that uh, the position will be filled pretty quickly. I'm pretty sure they don't want to have a company um, such as uh, the Houston Rockets to go without, um, I mean, a, a leader. Uh, and their CEO. Yeah, well, I I I don't know uh, how long he was the season. Season. I mean, I I don't know how how long uh uh, uh he's been the CEO, but obviously the 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 Rockets have had an awful season. And usually when teams have awful seasons, a a, a change occurs. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, obviously uh, they've been making a a lot of personnel change in terms of players. And now it looks like they're um, going on the back end and uh, starting to clean house from the top. It seems like the Rockets are making a complete overhaul, um, f- both on the court and off the court. Right. Now, in some positive news, um, Nebby, I'm going to pull up something right now. The um, NBA Eastern Conference standings uh, currently um, – our, our top six teams, because anything in seven, eighth, ninth, uh, pl- and tenth place all play in the uh, uh, playing game. the play-in game. So uh, currently sitting in the East at thirty-nine and twenty uh, is the Seventy-Sixers, uh, followed by the Brooklyn Nets, also at thirty-nine and twenty. But um, the Sixers beat them, so that's why they're number one, and the Nets are number two. Followed by the Milwaukee Bucks at 36 and 22. And the reason why I'm bringing this topic up right now, Nebby, is the eight game winning streak and the fourth place New York Knicks, Nebby, at 33 and 27. Just six games back from first place. Mind you, there should be about 13 games left in the season. Uh, before we go into the playoffs next month. Nebby, your thoughts on um, how the, 
I mean, could the Hornets have possibly been there, assuming one, LaMelo Ball was healthy, and two, just the resurgence of the New York Knicks climbing? Um, I think we were talking about this earlier in the in the season, where are they going to fall anywhere between like 8, 9, and 10? And here they are holding down fourth place with a eight-game win streak. Yeah, Tom... Fit Thibodeau has obviously done a great job in New York. Uh, he knows how to coach the game of basketball. And please excuse me because I know I'm a San Antonio Spurs fan, but believe it or not, I used to be a New York Knicks fan. But but I decided to become a Spurs fan because at, at, at the time I decided to become a, 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 a Spurs fan, the Knicks had absolutely no direction. So I decided to leave the team and become a Spurs fan. But you know what? I'm really happy for the Knicks that they've gotten things turned around. And I'm glad that they're back on track. But make no mistake about it. Uh, uh, I am a San Antonio Spurs fan. And that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> um, if you don't mind me asking you, what attracted you to the Knicks? Um, 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 uh, 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 one, Patrick Ewing, and two, uh, Madison Square. <laughs> Madison Square. <laughs> Uh, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, uh, when I was a kid growing up, um, I also liked, I loved the Knicks um, as well as the Orlando Magic. And I'll get into that for a, in a second. But uh, like Patrick Ewing and John Starks and Charles Oakley were like my favorite players because Patrick Ewing was like a big man, but he also had like good footwork. Like he wasn't like, heavy like he was like agile for his size i feel like um yep, and then charles true. charles oakley was just an enforcer and like i just like the fact that he stood up for his teammates like anytime anyone would try to like mess with like one of the smaller guards like charles oakley was there in your face right and um john starks just because of the way he would lay up the ball like I just was so amazed by the way he would like go underneath the rim and then just like throw the ball up behind him and it would just splash in followed up by uh, Steve Nash, who I thought was also a great uh, person who a player who could lay up the ball really pretty with that finger roll. Um, oh, but, but my team, oh, I'm sorry. Before we go any further, may I point something out? Please. In, in the first game of, of a doubleheader on ESPN. <laughs> the, the, the Boston Celtics are playing in Brooklyn against the, the uh, Brooklyn Nets. So today, that, so that should certainly be an intriguing uh, 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 game. And in the second game of the doubleheader, it'll be the Denver Nuggets at at, at the Golden State Warriors. And that's tonight. Yes. Oh man, I gotta I gotta get in there. Um, dang, that's some good games. You know what? I'm gonna start paying attention to more New Orleans Pelican games because I'm tired of not watching Zion, and I feel like every time. I uh, 
see like ESPN and there's a, a, a Pelicans game, like there's always a highlight from Zion Williamson that I'm missing. So I think I'm going to start paying attention to that a bit more. Uh, by the way, just out of curiosity, uh, uh, do, do you plan on going to the Lakers wizard game? Uh, 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 next, uh, uh, next week? Uh, no, um, uh, I believe the only people that can get tickets are season ticket holders. Well, I I can tell you for a fact that that that, that that's not true. Be, really? Be, 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 because on Thursday, I purchased two tickets uh, 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 to the Spurs Wizards game. On on Monday. What really? That's cool. Um, damn, I didn't even know that you could do that. I thought that they were only available for season ticket holders. Um, well, no. If LeBron was playing, yes. But since LeBron isn't playing, no. I don't. There's no one I really care to see on that team. If uh, my favorite player on there is LeBron, um, Le- everybody else is just kind of on the team like i i don't Le- even they my favorite player was lonzo and they traded lonzo to the pelicans lebron might be back next week yeah i know i keep hearing about it but i honestly think they're gonna hold him out till the playoffs start or like not before the playoffs start but like a week before the playoffs start just so he can get like back into rhythm and whatnot, but, like, I don't know. If he's playing, maybe. Maybe if LeBron's playing. For sure, for a fact he's playing, I will try to get tickets. But if not, then, nah. Definitely not. All right. Um, Jumping into some NFL news, Nebby. Your Dallas Cowboys have been on the hot seat all week long because apparently... Jerry Jones met with Kyle Pitts or he had he had uh, he had released some like video or photos that he had took with like Kyle Pitts. Are you aware of this situation, Nebby? And if you are, could you elaborate on it? No. Uh, uh, n- n- no, I wasn't aware of this. So could you film f- fill me in? So apparently it- Dallas doesn't expect to move up from the number 10 spot in the draft. Um, even though everyone thinks Jerry is in love with Kyle Pitts. Uh, but it doesn't show anywhere online that I can kind of read back uh, what happened. But basically, from what I heard was uh, that Jerry Jones... Uh, Kyle Pitts in Dallas offense gives visions of sugar plums. I don't, I don't know what what it was about, but it was basically where Jerry had like leaked a video of like him meeting with like Kyle Pitts or something like that. Because I guess it was for one of Kyle Pitts's workouts, so he went to go work out for them, and uh, this video came out, and just like everyone was just like, "Look, Jerry only cares." The point of this was Jerry only cares about the offense because the offense is considered box office because the offense is what sells. And that's what like brings people to like the games and stuff like that is the offense. Like that's what makes people excited because that's where all the action's at. So people are criticizing Jerry uh, for even meeting with Kyle Pitts. He's like, even if he one, no one thinks that Kyle Pitts is going to slide to 10. Two, if he does slide a 10, everyone knows that they need defense. Like, literally, everyone else in the division got better on offense, and Dallas is still thinking about drafting offense. As, as, a, as a Cowboys fan, Nebby, does that not frustrate you? Your feelings on that? Thoughts, opinions? It, 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 it certainly does fr- 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 frustrate me because... It's not about 
selling tickets. It's it's about winning games and it's about winning champ. It, it's about winning Super Bowl champion. Uh, ships. And as much as I hate to admit it, uh, uh, a long time ago, uh, 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 Jerry Jones cared about winning Super Bowls, but now all he cares about is putting people is putting people in these seats. And as much as I hate to admit it, uh, I, I don't think we are going to win another Super Bowl under Jerry, under Jerry Jones. I, 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 I hope I'm 100% wrong, but to me, uh, uh, winning uh, isn't the most important thing to, to Jerry Jones anymore and and that really that that really that really that really frustrates me. But having said that, I want to let everyone out there know that I am a Cowboy fan too. I am a Cowboy fan through thick and thin. I always have been and I always will be because I'm a proud Dallas Cowboy fan. Um, I honestly, Nebby, to piggyback off of what you said, going off of Jerry not caring about wins, I don't think Jerry cares about losses either. Like, it seems like the game doesn't really matter. He's just more along the lines of, um, in the words of The Rock, putting asses in seats. Like, he's more worried about filling the stadium up than if they lose, if they win. He's going to pick whoever he wants because that's his guy uh, in terms of whether it's uh, an athlete representing his team on the field or if it's personnel. And it's frustrating to even keep hearing the Cowboys' name every single year. Like, the Cowboys haven't been to the NFC Championship since, like, 95. Why are they in, in the right. talk every single year of making it to the playoffs and being a, a, a chance to win the East and, and have an opportunity to, to get to the Super Bowl? Like, I, I don't understand it. Every year. Every year. It's almost like the situation with Aaron Rodgers. Ever since last year, like now every season of football starts, they don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to stick with the Packers or if he's going to get traded and, or if he's just going to leave and not resign his contract. Like that's going to be the story in green Bay until he leaves until it happens. That's the only time they're going to stop talking about it. And it's super frustrating. Nebby. Um, I have a question for you, sir. <laughs> yup. The Raiders, who is their quarterback? Uh, their quarterback would be Derek uh, Derek uh, 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 Derek uh, Carr. Do you know what pick the Raiders have in the draft? Uh, I, I could be wrong, but I believe they have the 17th oh overall pick you're not wrong sir you're a wise man now the reason why i bring this up sir the raiders could draft a top quarterback is what i hear las vegas could be a team to watch to grab a quarterback if one falls past 10 after doing extensive work on top players according to espn's ian rapaport 
So it seems like a yearly ritual, but once again, the Raiders did extensive work on all the top quarterbacks, I'm told. If one slides past to number 10, they could be a team to watch to grab a quarterback and stash for the future. Doubtful that a QB gets to number 17, but they will have their homework ready. Nebby, your thoughts on a possible replacement this year for Derek Carr? I mean, one, will you think a quarterback slip that far? Two, what team would they trade to move up from 17 to 10? I'm assuming it would have to be the Cowboys um, yeah. or, or even around that whoever 11 is. Maybe that may be too late. Yeah. Um, what do you think? What do you think the move is here? What if really it's not even for them to draft a quarterback? What if they're really hoping Kyle Pitts slides to 10? Yeah, well, uh, 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 uh to me, the, the Las Vegas Raiders remind me of uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Remind me of my Dallas uh, Cowboys because they need uh, 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 they need defense, but but they seem to be fixated on replacing Derek uh, Carr. Now, me personally. I, I I believe Derek Carr uh, is is a good quarterback who uh, 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 who can win games, but 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 obviously I don't think the Raiders believe in him, and it, it it'll be intriguing to see j- just how long. Uh, um, uh, 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 just how long that, 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 um, Derek Carr will be the quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I wonder if this is the fall and demise of 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 Derek Carr. Like, there's a few promising quarterbacks in this draft, and um, the Raiders are are kind of stuck in the middle of the draft in terms of their current pick, and would be forced to give up a lot to move up to something that I'm assuming they think would be well worth it. But I don't see a lot of teams trying to give up from like. 9, 10, 11, 12 to 17, because I think that there changes a team's entire draft strategy. Um, and I don't know who's willing to want to parlay that pick after, uh, uh, I think, doing so much extensive research that they currently have been doing. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Now, um, uh, um, another uh, move, Nebby, in the uh, NFL, um, the Kansas City Chiefs um, did a little move in today, and uh, the Chiefs are... Uh, they've upgraded. <laughs> they've upgraded their offensive line, man, yet again. So the 
the Kansas City Chiefs trade um, the 2021 first round pick, their 2021 third round pick, their 2021 fourth round pick, and their 2021 fifth round pick. And they get Orlando Brown, the offensive lineman for the for the Baltimore Ravens, a 2021 second round pick and a 2022 sixth rounder. Uh, I mean, the Ravens made out like cold bandits, but Nebby going back to that. I mean, the, the Ravens let go um, what some would say a beast of an offensive linebacker. I'm sorry, offensive lineman in one, um, I'm sorry, uh, or Orlando Brown, Nebby, that's pretty crucial uh, for for a team that already has such a high caliber of of of, of a squad. I mean, the their offensive lineup is crazy in Kansas City, Nebby. With that, with with this, I mean, you have Austin Byleth. You have Kyle Long, Joe Tunney, and now Orlando Brown Jr. I mean, geez. Nebby, what, what do you think? One, who do you have to be to get on the other side of, uh, of, of uh, Patrick Mahomes? Because it looks like he's going to have all day to throw the ball. Uh, yeah, it sure does. And and clearly, the Chiefs needed to upgrade their offensive line because it, their offensive line obviously had trouble in the Super Bowl. And, and it ultimately led to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating the Kansas City Chiefs to, uh, uh, to, uh, to win Super to, to, to win Super to win Super Bowl 55 um, and uh, uh, obviously the, the Chiefs uh, 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 recognized that they have a weakness, and obviously they they are trying to to, to turn that weakness into a into a strength. Yeah, I mean, and now I think that's the best way you can put it. I don't even want to step on your toes on that. Um, I'm totally okay with all of that that you just said. My follow-up question to you is now, with that being said, who do you think won the trade? Is it the Kansas City Chiefs by beefing up that O-line and learning their lesson and, um, and uh, really filling in the holes uh, where they were? Um, or was it the Baltimore Ravens who now have a, a lot of draft picks um, and they desperately, what I think, need to do is get a wide receiver for um, Lamar Jackson because just Lamar Jackson, to me, runs the ball way too much. And the only reason why he's running the ball as much as he is is because I don't think he has any weapons to throw to. His wide receiver core is absolutely terrible, if you ask me. Um, and disrespectful for the for the player that he is and he shouldn't be running around as much as he does. He deserves to have people to throw the ball to that are just as good as a talent as he is. Um, so with that being said, Nebby, who won that trade, the Kansas city chiefs or the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, well, obviously the only way we're going to know uh, uh, who, who won the trade, uh, it, it is to, is to see how uh, is to see how how 
Orlando Brown plays and to see how, uh, how these draft pick uh, 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 I, 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 and to see how these draft picks work out. Uh, so, to answer your question, I, I don't know who won the trade because to me, it, 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 it remains to be seen who... Uh, uh, who, uh, who won the trade? Yeah, for sure. I guess we shall see. Um, Nebby, in terms of the MVP uh, race, if we can jump back to the NBA right quick, who would you who who would you nominate if there's three players that you could nominate right now that you really feel like have stepped up their game lately and uh, have the best shot for the MVP for the NBA? Well. Uh, here's the three I have in mind. Uh, 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 no, no kids from the Denver, from the Denver, uh, Nuggets, Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers and, and Paul George. Of the Los Angeles and Paul George of the Los Angeles Paul George of the Los Angeles Clippers. Really, dang, that's a good third. Um, I definitely agree with you on Nikolai Jokic, just because. He's consistently held down his team all year round. I'm pretty sure he's averaged a double-double all year round. Um, Joel Embiid, I think, is a strong second as well. Uh, clearly, just the way that he's been dominating his position in the Eastern Conference, um, it seems like there's just no answer for him, especially the fact that he can not only play in the paint, but he can also stretch the floor uh, when they need him to. Um, and last but not least, yeah. I want to say, and he, and he can shoot the three on occasion and he can shoot. The, you're right. I totally forgot about that. Sometimes they'll even, you know, hit a three pointer every now and then last but not least, I think Steph Curry would be another great yeah. addition to that. I just think, uh, for what he's had to go through this whole season, uh, it's been pretty tough on him, uh, without having really anyone to play with. Uh, but I think um, we will uh, maybe see a run from Steph. With that being said, yeah. Nabi, uh, let's jump into some wrestling news. Um, there is currently, Nebby, backstage news on what led to Kalisto's release, if you aren't already familiar with the situation. Uh, 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 no, I, I wasn't familiar with, uh, Kalisto's release. So this, uh, I don't know if this is going to get dark or not, but, um, Kalisto was released from WWE last week after reportedly cutting his own throat several months back. It was noted that the Lucha House Party stable with Kalisto, Lince Dorado, and Grand Metalik was the idea of Dorado, who figured his idea would work to a certain degree because they'd make some merchandise money, and even if they weren't pushed, WWE Chairman and CEO Vince McMahon would go for the idea because 
It appealed to his idea for Mexican stereotypes. Vince ended up giving the idea the green light, and the group formed in 2018. They ran together until Kalisto split from the group in the fall of 2020. The Observer added that Metalik said nothing and was just happy to be getting paid more than he's ever made before. Even if he wasn't, I'm sorry, even if he was wasting his prime away and not being recognized for his abilities, Metalik just went with the flow and backed up Dorado. Kalisto's issues came as over time he grew unhappy about being a part of an act that was booked as jokes on the lower card. He kept asking to be removed from the group and was continually told no. However, Dorado asked officials if he could, I'm sorry, asked officials if he and Metalik could be the Lucha House Party team without Kalisto, since Kalisto wanted out anyway. And that's when WWE did uh, an angle for the split last year. There were never any plans, Nebby, to do anything significant with the split. Um, And it was described as just a way to pacify Kalisto. WWE kept bringing Dorado and Meta League to TV, whether to lose or to get the occasional win or work WWE main event and participate in the WWE 24-7 title chase. While Dorado and Metalik were still booked, Kalisto simply was not used anymore, and that led to his departure last week. Kalisto was last competed in the Andre uh, Giant Memorial Battle Royal on WrestleMania 37 Go Home Edition of SmackDown. He had been with WWE since 20, May 2013. As noted, he recently updated his SamuraiDelSoul.com website with the time counting down to Wednesday, July 14th, when his 90-day non-compete clause with WWE expires. He is billing himself as the GLOAT, greatest luchador of all time, and it looks like he will go back to using Samurai Del Sol name in his WWE post-career. Uh- uh, with all due respect, I, I I believe that distinction either goes to Eddie Guerrero or Rey Mysterio. For what? Being the greatest... Being the greatest... Being the greatest luchador of all time. Do you uh, think that size matters in terms of being a luchador, or is luchador to you the style of the of the wrestling? For for me, it it's a. It's all about the style of, to me, Luchador is all about the style is all about the style of is all about the style of of is all about the style of yeah i think so i mean and to go back to what you were saying uh i mean heads or tails take it how you want it uh either eddie guerrero or ray mysterio as the greatest luchador of all time going ray mysterio all day long um my personal pick With all due respect to Ray Mysterio, I'm going with Eddie Guerrero. Not mad at that at all. Nebby, uh, some more breaking news uh, coming from WWE. Uh, WWE's departure um, had already re, uh, rescinded, and I will let you know what's going on in that. So longtime WWE referee John Cone is already back with the company in the talent relations department. It was reported 
on Thursday that Cohn had been released from his job as senior management as senior manager of talent relations department as part of the latest shakeup with John Laurinaitis taking back control of the department. It was reported then that Cohn would remain with the company as a referee. Um, in an updated uh, PWI Insider report that Cohn's termination from Talent Relations Department had been rescinded, and he is already back with the company as Senior Manager of Talent Relations under Laurinaitis. Okay, cool. So, uh, good to see that uh, John Cohn got his, his job back. Um, you know, some people are leaving, some people are coming back, some people are company men, some aren't. Uh, but we shall see. Yeah, I think he's a good referee too. I think he is too. He's not bad. Oh, and I... oh by the way, I have a wrestling question for you. Please, considering, uh, uh considering that the Queen Charlotte Flair, woo, uh, 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 uh con- considering that she attacked uh, a WWE uh, 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 referee lost to Asuka th- thanks to the Raw Women's Champion Rhea Ripley because Charlotte, quite honestly, had the match won and, and would have made Asuka uh, tap out had it not been for Rhea Ripley's interference. Do you believe, as I do, that Charlotte Flair is going to be suspended for her actions? Or do you think she is just going to be hit with a big fine? Wow, Nebby. Um, I was literally just about to ask you that. I feel like you were reading my mind. Um, so two things from what I heard is she is currently suspended and she is not getting paid um, for the suspension, uh, according to WWE on their website. So we don't know when we're going to see her. She's suspended indefinitely. We don't know when we're going to see her come back. She's not getting paid. So I'm pretty sure the next time we're going to see her, she's going to be even more pissed off than she is now. So, with that being said, I think the next time that we see Charlotte is the next time we probably see an Asuka versus uh, the Nightmare, Rhea Ripley, um, for a possibly either a title shot or a title match. I just think that's where we're going to see Charlotte return and just uh, break that all up. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, uh, do, uh, 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 do you think that this whole thing... Uh, 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 could be an angle, uh, uh, considering that Charlotte is engaged to Andrade. I'm thinking maybe she just needs some time off in order to get married. Do you think that's what's going on here? I mean, I don't think so. I, I think. Maybe I think it has to do with something with her acting career and maybe they need her. If, if they're suspending her this long, to me, it has to be for either a TV or for um, possibly acting reasons uh, for movies. Otherwise, I don't feel like they would have her gone for such chunks of a period of a time. Oh. Um. 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 Uh. Okay, and I have another question for you. Shoot. Uh, uh, who do you, uh, 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 who do you think is going to be the EST's f- first challenger for the Raw Women's uh, uh, Champion? Uh, 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 sh- uh, sh- uh, ship. Well, uh, 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 excuse me. The the SmackDown w- w- Women's Championship. 
I should say. My my apologies. No, no, you're fine. Um, so what I was going to say was my next statement was really going to be that um, was leading into Bianca Belair's next challenger for WWE, but she's already um, you can just leave it right there. But um, actually on SmackDown, they already announced who Bianca's challenger is going to be. Um, so uh, with that being said, Nebby, WWE has just announced that Bailey will challenge Belair at WrestleMania Backlash. So with that being said, I mean, I, I feel I feel like we should have thought of that. I mean, she had just fought Sasha at WrestleMania. So guess what? Now she's going to get Bailey at Backlash. And I mean, it's her best friend. She's probably sticking up for her friend. Um, and yeah. Bailey had a big role uh, as one of the hosts at WrestleMania. Yep, and and as you said, uh, uh, Bailey and Sasha are our best friends. Uh, uh, and Bianca obviously beat uh, 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 Sasha at WrestleMania. So so now. Apparently, she'll be defending uh, 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 the SmackDown Women's Champion uh, 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 ship against Bailey at WrestleMania Backlash. Nice, nice. Um, I can't wait. I think I think that's gonna be a damn good match. Question to you is yep. Nebby, will that be the main event of the show? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I think the the main event is either going to be the WWE Champion a ship match, or or the. Universal uh, champion uh, a ship match. And uh, can I ask you a question uh, about the Universal uh, a champion? Of course. Ship? Who uh, did uh, did uh, uh, do you think uh, uh, that Anybody is going to beat Roman Reigns for the championship, or, or, or do you think he would have to relinquish the the championship on his own in order for in in order for there to be a new uh uh. A uh, uh, universal champion because it, it's obvious to me that Roman Reigns and I'm sure that that this is gonna make y- 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 your dog happy. Onyx is literally right next to me. Uh, uh, b- b- but it's obvious to me that that Ro- Roman Reigns. Is WWE's biggest uh, a cash cow? So, oh, definitely. Uh, so, having said that, uh, do you see anybody beating uh, uh, Roman Reigns f- for the the Universal a a championship? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And um, it's the second biggest cash cow is going to beat the big dog, the head of the table, uh, uh, the, uh, the, 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 what is he called? The, the tribal chief. Okay. Um, and the only man that's going to do that, and I'm predicting it right now, that'd be my bold prediction, is that Roman Reigns will lo- lose his universal championship, the big dog. The, the head of the table, the tribal chief, uh, 
he will lose next year at WrestleMania 38 in Dallas, Texas. Mark my words, Nebby, to the one and only Brock Lesnar. That's right. Paul Heyman's going to turn on Roman. That's what he's going to do. And he's going to sick Brock Lesnar, who's going to come from out of the crowd. I went to the uh, uh, a show at the Capital One Arena, and uh, I was luckily blessed enough to get floor seats. Um, and uh, Brock Lesnar did a run-in, and he ran right by me, man. And he's huge. He's huge. 6'5", 265, bruh. He's huge, man. And he ran right by me like 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 he was with the wind. You know what I'm saying? That man was swift. He wasn't right. even out of breath or nothing like that. But I guarantee that's what's going to happen. Man's going to run from the back underneath the ring, from the sky like Sting. Who knows? But he's going to come from out of nowhere like an RKO, and he's going to destroy the big dog. That's what's going to happen at WrestleMania 38. Believe that. Uh, oh. Um, okay. Uh, it'll be intriguing to see what it'll be intriguing to see what it'll be intriguing to see what happens. Oh, it will be, it's gonna be damn good, and I can't wait. Um, I don't have any more wrestling news for you, Nebby, but I do have one more question before we wrap up because I know SmackDown's on. Um, and that question to you is, uh, are Washington Capitals, uh, your thoughts on on their progression from uh, the trade deadline to where we are now? Yeah, well, obviously... We played a hard-nosed defensive game uh, against the New York Islanders last night. And I'm glad... I'm glad that we came out on top uh, uh, because the last hard-nosed uh, defensive game we, we, we played against them. We ended up losing one nothing, and last night we won one nothing in a shootout. Uh, uh, we played the New York Islanders in New York again tomorrow night, and we also play them again at Capital One Arena on Tuesday night. Uh, 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 so uh, uh, those games should be hard fought, and we'll see what happens and hopefully we will improve defensively as the season as the season comes to comes to as the season comes to to a close. I think you're right. Um, uh, time is going to tell where we are. I'm just nervous about the the uh, the game streak that we're going to be on before the playoffs. I think we're like on a ten game road streak, uh, road trip streak before the playoffs start, man. So I'm just scared that they're going to get the boys are going to get burnt out before the playoffs start. That's my biggest worry right now. Um, uh, I sure hope not. Yeah, me either. Nebby, um, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Yeah. Uh, everyone out there, you can find me on on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by typing in my full name, 
N E B E Y U E R M as in Maryland Y A S. And my tw- Twitter name is SpursFan1083. And my Instagram name is CowboysFan1980. Uh, 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 n- 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 a Cowboys fan, nineteen. Uh, 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 a Cowboys fan, nineteen. Cowboys fan, nineteen. Not. Cowboys fan ninety because I I've been a Dallas Cowboy fan since uh, September sixteenth nineteen uh 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 ninety. Well, at least you could say that you've been a fan long enough to see them win a couple of chips and with some damn good players and Emmett and Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Victoria Sports Podcast, for all your breaking sports news. Um, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash cmoney240. That's twitch.tv forward slash cmoney240. You can catch me streaming NBA 2K21, Monster Hunter on the Nintendo Switch, and Call of Duty. You can find all of my replays of my Twitch on YouTube. On YouTube, search C-Money Plays. That's all one word on YouTube, C-Money Plays. And you'll find uh, my replays of my, twi- my Twitch videos on there. You can find the Irresistible Force Nebby and your boy C-Money Anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, that's Overcast, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, anywhere you listen to your podcast, you will be able to hear the seductive stylings of the Irresistible Force Nebby and the Rapid Ramper, your boys see money. Uh, Nebby, before we wrap up, uh, two final questions I have for you. Uh, one, uh, do you watch soccer at all? Uh, uh, uh. Uh, 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 not really. I, 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 I don't watch. Soccer, but I am a Manchester City fan. Gross. Um, and the Premier League. Uh, shoot. Manchester United for sure, and then I like in La Liga, uh, Barcelona, and in the German league. Uh. Bayern Munich and uh, Borussia Dortmund, and it, it, I have no loyalty in the French and or series A league. It, it, it just so happens that my dad is a Manchester United fan too. He's such a good man. That's a good man right there. I'm telling you, he knows his sports. That guy, yeah. I love it. Yeah. My my second and last question before we wrap up, Nebby, was. Uh, my follow-up question to you was: Do you play any fantasy sports? Uh, do you participate in any of those? Football, basketball, baseball, no, or hockey? No. Would you be willing to, or you just don't care for it? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I just don't care for it because I don't understand fantasy sports. Noted. It's stats. You really, it's more stat related. You would understand it because you're a, you're a stats guy. I know you know numbers in terms of that's how you can tell who's good and who isn't. But uh, maybe I'll explain it to you one day, and then maybe you'll you'll be curious. But I think you'd be really good at it because you obviously know the good players and you know what teams like to run and what teams like to throw the ball and who have a good defense and who doesn't. So that's really what it is. Uh. 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 uh, uh. Uh, can I ask you a question before we wrap up? Sir, please. Uh, 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 may we please do an NFL draft preview show on Wednesday? 
Yes, definitely. I was going to say that at the end of the show, that uh, the next time the fans uh, hear yourself and myself will be next Wednesday when we give our predictions uh, for the NFL draft. That's going to be happening when uh, next week, Nebby? Uh, uh, It's going to be happening this coming Thursday, April 29th, and the NFL draft Go, goes through May f- 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 uh, 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 May f- uh, May f- uh, May first. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, those are the dates for the uh, the. Uh, NFL 2021 um, draft. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? There may be trades. There may not be trades. Um, a lot of people think that there are sure picks and there aren't sure picks. We know two things. We know Trevor Lawrence is going first, and we know that this year has a deep wide receiver class. So um, we shall see who ends up where. But my Washington football team uh, currently sits at the number 19th pick in the first round while Nebby's. Dallas football, uh, I'm sorry, Dallas Cowboys uh, are sitting pretty at the 10 spot. And, uh, I mean, Nebby has already given us his predictions of possibly Patrick Sartan Jr. or J.C. Horn uh, possibly joining the team, assuming Kyle Pitts doesn't slip till 10. Uh, We shall see, Nebby. We shall see. Heck, they could even trade back. You never know. Right. With that being said, he is the irresistible force, Nebby. I am C-Money. This is the Victoria Sports Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your weekend. I know we will, and Nebby and I will catch you next Wednesday. Peace, everybody.